can't say it enough I'm never giving it up I just love it so much I love, I love fishing Man, I love fishing I can't say it enough I'm nope. never giving it up I nope. just love it so much I yep. love, I love fishing Man, I love fishing That's just what I do I can't say it enough, I'm nope. never giving it up I nope. just love it so much, I yep. love, I love fishing Man, I love fishing, and that's just what I do What's up guys, it's your buddy Dustin Vaughn Warnke, associate publisher here, Texas Fishing Game Magazine, contributing editor, uh, hot spots reporter, so many different things that I do here. I love, 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 love doing this podcast, bringing this to you every two weeks. So you get a little bumper music, uh, jamming to, and then we've got a podcast that we're going to start here in a second before we get some sponsors and that kind of stuff taken care of. And um, just want to give you a background because this is probably the wildest show that has been on the Best of the Outdoors podcast. I've never had like eight people in a roundtable discussion or more like a rectangular table discussion uh, to talk about fishing and talk about um, just, you know, if you want to be a pro staff for a company, you know, I never even thought the show would go that direction, but different things like that that a lot of you guys may be asking and wondering about besides just hunting and fishing, how do I work for, you know, uh, doing something with these companies to get free gear and that kind of stuff. And so those are the things that I talk about, about creating value and those kind of things, which I talk about in my course, you can find on YouTube, um, achieving success in the outdoor industry. And then my, uh, ebook and everything on that. And, um, there's just really cool resources out there for those kind of things. But we talk about that, some of this podcast and just really crazy. I got Bubba Blade, I got Okuma, I've got, um, um, Spro Gamagatsu, one of the fishing guides from down in Venice, Louisiana. This is all recorded like live while we're down there, and uh, it's just a blast, man. It's absolutely a party. I mean, it's just crazy. And it's later at night, and it, everybody's eating, everybody's getting saucy and, and crazy, and it just it's just a lot of fun. So I really appreciate you guys tuning into this show. Please share this. Please tell a friend. Please uh, show some love. Uh, to the Best of the Outdoors podcast. Hit that subscribe button. My son just made me a subscribe button for our YouTube videos that we do. And um, it says subscribe and it has a little YouTube icon on it. He's made a little bell with a little bell thing on YouTube. And then the Best of the Outdoors podcast, he's made a cute little uh, uh, drawing of our logo, which is really cool for a 10-year-old to do for his dad. So anyway, that was kind of neat. Anyway, before we get into this show, I want to talk about one of our great sponsors that we have on this podcast, and that is Okuma, Okuma Fishing. We've got Okuma, uh, which has rods and reels. You have Fish Lab, which is their new bait line, and then you also have the awesome 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 soft steel soft steel is basically uh their fishing line and so they're really covering the spread on branching out and fishing in new different ways uh we'll talk about over the next couple of podcasts that we do sponsorships with them on uh the seros uh, the serrano which are the two different rods that they have coming out and the floral stretch which is a floral stretch carbon uh, I'm sorry, fluorocarbon, which is a fluoro stretch, which is a type of fluorocarbon, I should say. And I'll talk about that one mainly this show. And then um, uh, we'll talk about the, the rods on the other show uh, that we do a sponsorship with them on, probably in the next show or the show after that. So anyway, before the end of the year, either way, Okuma, sponsor, love them. Great, 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 great rods and reels. Uh, I've been fishing with the Ricky Red, which is one of their uh, spinning reels. They also come in bait casting reels. I'm sorry, spinning rods, and they also come in the bait casting reels. Sorry, it's late. And uh, then they also have a wide variety of spinning reels and bait casting reels, and I've fished with both of those in the past. I own a spinning uh, Pixor spinning reel, 
really, really fantastic um, fishing reel and uh, smooth, easy to cast, low price point, uh, high quality, uh, great value overall for something like that. So check these guys out at your sporting goods store. And today we're going to talk about the fluoro stretch, which is like I said before, I got a little tongue tied, a uh, fluorocarbon. And uh, the question is, are you looking for a game changer? Soft Steel's fluoro stretch is a unique stretchable fluorocarbon leader that provides anglers with 30% improved brake strength at knots over standard fluorocarbon. Made up of 100% fluorocarbon but containing the stretchable properties of monofilament line, Soft Steel's fluorocarbon and I'm sorry, Soft Steel's fluoro stretch will give anglers the edge they've been looking for. To learn more about Soft Steel's fluoro stretch, visit okumafishingusa.com. That's okumafishingusa.com. Look for the Soft Steel section and look for the premium fishing line of the Soft Steel fluoro stretch really really good stuff and on the next show we'll talk about sort of the Seros rods and the serrano rods those are new this year i believe they're new this year but where they at least wanted me to talk about them so that's why i've got those in the show notes so i've got uh, i've got those in the notes that i wanted to record today so that's great uh, a little bit of uh before we get into the podcast a little bit of outdoors news from your buddy dustin here i took my son out hog hunting the other day get him his first hog with the crossbow and uh, the hogs didn't come out. There was still corn on the ground when we, and if you hunt Texas at all, you know that if there's corn on the ground, that means the hogs have not visited there because they vacuum up every little spare kernel of corn that is left on the ground whenever there's corn on the ground. So I knew it was going to be a hard hunt, and all of a sudden these rams walked out, two of these rams, white one and kind of a darkish one. And uh, Jackson asked me, hey, Dad, can we, uh, you know, can we, uh, a little something-something there, you know, a little ram there? And uh, I was like, well, let me make sure. So obviously I know the ranch owner is one of my best friends, and I made sure that was cool with him. And uh, he whacked it, man. Crashed about 10 seconds later, ran about 35 yards. I mean, just a nice full curl uh trophy in our eyes but you know they they basically you know consider for a kids for a kids uh kill it's great it's an awesome awesome harvest uh and and it's uh for full curl is basically where you consider rams to be trophy or start to be trophy and this was a full curl and then some it's just a beautiful sheep it's just beautiful it's just nice uh color on it and everything it was a corsican barbado style ram and uh had a little white on its face white on its chin and a really unique looking um, uh, Corsican ram that he, uh, he harvested and he did it great. Some Grim Reaper broadheads. He did some, uh, uh, Luminox, some, um, uh, gold tip, uh, ballistic 425s. I mean, just a great, great combination with the Barnet crossbow, uh, death grip bipod, uh, I'm sorry, death grip tripod. Uh, it's just really, really fantastic hunt. And so I've got that all on video. Check us out on the pride outdoor network. If you've not done so already, we've got some Texas fishing game content up there as well. Uh, prideoutdoornetwork.com, or you can also check that out in your Roku or Amazon Fire TV uh, app. And uh, the Roku is uh, is basically you know a device that you can use. The Amazon Fire Stick is a device you can use. But if you have a smart TV of any kind that you buy off Amazon, you can also get the Fire TV on your actual smart TV without having to worry about plugging anything extra into your TV set. But anyway, it's called the Pride Outdoor Network. Uh, Mac and Prowler. That's Mac and Prowler. Hunting Adventures, you can check out uh, Jackson's Hunt on there. It's a video all by itself. And you can also check that out on my YouTube channel. And Jackson and I have also been doing some awesome um, videos on YouTube uh, just off my iPad in my office uh, of uh, some product reviews. So check those out as well at uh, youtube.com forward slash 
D Warnke, W A R N C K E. That's D W A R N C K E at youtube.com. Uh, Dustin Warnke, and you can check out some of the videos, maybe some stuff you can get for uh, the Christmas season for somebody that you love. So, anyway, all right, without further ado, let's get into this. I've got a whole host of characters on this podcast, probably one of the wildest shows we have done. It's so crazy, I can't even monitor the levels because I don't have a pair of headphones to, to save my soul. Everybody has headphones, I don't. Uh, I just kind of ran with it, man. I just had fun with this. So, if it's not perfect, I apologize, but this was an awesome podcast, man. What a great group of guys to get together. What an awesome event the Confluence Rider Summit was this year, and uh, just a great way to talk about the outdoors as it concerns you, because that's why I do all this stuff, guys. It's for you, the listeners. It's so you get to do the best of the outdoors. You get to have the best of the best of the best of the outdoors you know, in your own life. Um, and, and that you get to use the best products that are out there and you get to best, have the best experiences that are out there. That's all I'm about with this show, guys, is giving back because I've been so blessed and I'm blessed to be a blessing. So without further ado, here we go. Here's the wild card show. From deep in the heart of Southeast Louisiana, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast. Brought to you by Texas Fishing Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas outdoor nation today, the new Louisiana nation. Um, outdoor nation, uh, joined to me by a whole round table of people. And we will start here with you, brother, man, Dave. That's right. Dave Brown, Akuma fishing tackle. Cool. Eric Elder from Dallas, Texas. Okay, cool. Bass fisherman, right? Bass fisherman. Just yes. trying to give some perspective. Actually Rockwall, Texas, but Rockwall. Okay, cool. Good deal. That's great. All right. Uh, Ethan Morris with real wicked guide service. Real wicked guide service. I'm digging that. That's cool. All right. Josh Neville. Josh Neville with Bubba. Bubba and Sid Reeves with Spro. Not just from Spro, but the national sales manager of Spro, right? I mean, I guess. If you, I mean, that's what you want to call it. <laughs> that counts for something in my book and in my humble opinion. But um, no, that's cool. I really appreciate y'all joining us. We are doing this at a late night um, podcast. I don't know how this is gonna go. This is just gonna be a lot of fun and we're gonna we're gonna party on. So uh, this will be good. So um, basically, we we had kind of a rough day of fishing today, and I'm basically trying to use the the products that are given here that, that basically you guys all use in the in the in, on the water today. Um, things that uh, that are that are fishing things that are important to our audience at, at Texas Fishing Game and Beyond because people from outside of Texas listen to the show, and basically um, would like to just you know just talk fishing. So I mean, I was looking forward to doing this kind of thing for a long time. So. Who's first? <laughs> well, first of all, you said that the fishing was tough today. I just want to let you know that you do have two of the current champions sitting yes. at the table here. I forgot to mention yeah. that Dave and I were, were champions of said fishing event. That would so. be three, not two. Oh, no. good point. Yes, oh. all three of us. <laughs> we're two of the champions on the same boat was where I was going with that. Uh, I saved myself. Okay. Yeah, I pulled that one out good of the weeds. Right, right, good. All right, so um, you won the... The the um, I won the cup the cup yeah the confluence yes. cup yes. which is the confluence riders event that we're at and uh, I'm very proud of you I'm, I well, think that's you. great thank you I'm I'm proud of you so that's a beautiful trophy to hold for a year it is it is it was a great trophy uh, we had a good time we we actually came down a bunch of us from Texas yes. um, a bunch of bass fishermen came down to uh, do some of this red fishing and we couldn't quite figure them out and then we just started basically bass fishing. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> we uh, we started uh, catching them pretty good. The, the two days that we were uh, the two days that we were down here scouting and stuff, and we we smacked them pretty good. 
Cool. And then, of course, the Arctic, Arctic front yeah. blew in into <laughs> uh, Venice, Louisiana. I think it was snowing yesterday, if I remember right. <laughs> there were like snow sure flurries. felt like rain. it was. Yeah. And today we were all bundled up and everything and just uh, praying for a bite. So we, yeah. we, we, had, we had a good one. So Dave and I ground out a box of, of six fish, and we were the champions on that side, and then you were the ultimate champion with the cup winner. So right, right, right. kudos on that good side. Times. Good times. What are you going to do with the cup? That's what I want to know. I'm going to take a picture of it, and I'm going to text Tim, Stan, and Scott probably daily or at least weekly. <laughs> Just to rub it in their face. Just to rub it in their yeah. face until next year with my name on it because we're going to have this cup that oh, we're going to bring back Oh, your name's going to forever year. be on the plaque. There right? you go. On the plaque of the this cup. This is the yeah. first one, absolutely. And That's then, a big deal. And then, and then next, yeah, so I'll have it for a year on my mantle, and then um, we will uh, see what happens next year. So I'm cool. going to rub it in their face for at least a I year. I love it. I love it. That's great. Uh, Ethan, tell us a little bit about what you do with, what's the name of your guide service again? Forgive me. Real Wicked Guide Service. Real Wicked Guide Service. It's an awesome, wicked name. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I just, you're in you're uh, inshore for the most part. Yep. Redfish. Redfish, uh, trout, sheephead. Flounder. Yeah, flounder, okay. drumfish, whatever bites. <laughs> Mainly in Venice, or yeah. where you? Okay, cool. Venice, the, Beerus area. Okay, cool. Beerus area. Yeah. The first time I came down here was Burris uh, Marsh Media Bash, which is basically sponsored by a handful of other sponsors. Some of them that are here, um, and that was in 2017. I caught seven bull reds in one day, back to back. I was so tired of catching fish, I literally couldn't move, and mm-hmm. I, I, I was like only in a place like this that has awful cell phone service, all, you know, awful you know Wi-Fi and everything, but awesome, awesome fishing. So yeah, anyway, and no stores really. You can go three. from, I mean, some drifts. So certain times of year, October and November usually being the best. We had a change in our river this year, so it went down shot back up on us not much but it came up enough to mess things up so we actually fished bulls earlier this year which was in august and we had a good run we were catching 22 23 sometimes even we had a couple days we caught 50 in one day just drifting Mm. bays throwing plastics we caught six that's almost the same yeah that's close (laughs) to the same you guys got a big fish show today, didn't you? Yeah, we caught a... Of course, y'all had a live shrimp. He was a good 40 inches. He was bigger than my tape. So. Oh, really? It was bigger than you? No, it was That's bigger good. than your tape, really? Yeah. That's cool. Big fish. 46? 40 no, five? he was probably... I'd give him 42. 42? That's good That's fish. That's awesome, man. So, Sid had a big one as well. Big How big was yours, Sid? Mine was like about 12 and a half <laughs> inches. You it caught a white white trout? It was a white trout. It was a about big one, dude. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just I was just trying to win the cup. That's all I was trying to do. <laughs> you want to win the cup and you're blowing the cup. I love this. No, but um, what I want to know is like, as far as tackle-wise, I mean, what, what do you catch in most of those fish on? We throw a popping cork with about a foot later and a jig head. Like, as far as, like, you know, the size of the tackle you're throwing, though. Oh, I, mean, it, I use uh, 4,000s. Yeah. About With a medium-heavy rod. I so, use, it's relatively I light tackle. Ricky Reds. Yeah, so, it's relatively light tackle. Yeah. You're catching 42-inch yeah. fish. On and them. I hadn't burnt one up yet. That's so awesome. I use the Helioses. Yeah, the Helios is awesome, real. Yeah. I, I actually Okuma. was using the, uh, the pictures on them. Earlier this year, whenever Dennis sent them, so right on, we did good with them. Very cool. You guys wow. are using fairly light line too, thirty pound braid kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's what they were spooled up nice. with when I got them. Mm-hmm. I used to run fifty. If you run fifty and you're fishing canes and stuff, and that the customer throws a popping cork in there, you could pull it out. You're gonna get your cork back. You might lose a jig head, 
Right, right, you're getting right, that yeah. cork back, leader. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, and that's that's easy to do when you're fishing marsh. Is you're yeah. casting into those, you know, which you and I did it a couple of times. We're like, oops, slow, slow, too far, you know. And no matter how good you are, you can even even got you know our yeah. guide is with us. So fishing, Ryan. most of the time, the tide's going to be reasonably, it's going to be decent. So you're not going to have um, low water like today. So we had that that front come in. That north wind and messes yeah. up both sides down here, and then it switched to the northeast. Some up, it actually was more east today than yeah. anything, so it made the tide on the west side extremely low. It blows that water out. We saw that firsthand. And then the tide was yeah. low this morning, yeah. offhand. We saw a, like a six to seven inch change yeah. in one area we started fishing in compared to the area that we. Yep. That but on those high tide days, you want to get that cork right up against those canes. That's good to know. And we learned that that's where we caught most of our fish today. I put the cork in the canes a few times. It was fun. You said get them close. Ended up braid, ended up, you know, handling it pretty good. So you've got, uh, real quick before we're talking about braid soft steel. We do. We've got soft steel, which is a new brand for Okuma. We've got a variety of braids. We've got fluorocarbon monofilament. Yep. And uh, also the. the Fish Lab, which... Fish Jonathan Lab Tackle we introduced down here this year. That's a lot of our new swim baits. We've got uh, some new frogs. We've got hard baits, iron. We've got all kinds of great stuff in that. Cool. Good deal. No, that's really cool. Uh, real quick, Josh hadn't said much. Bubba. Bubba, yeah. We didn't catch a lot, so I didn't get to fly a lot of fish today. <laughs> we all have an Ulu now. Yeah. That's coming out in what? In That'll be out in February. What do you do with the Ulu? I mean, you can do anything you want. You can do all kinds of stuff with it. No, that's the thing. Everybody wants to know what do you do with the Ulu. If you got a vegetable, cut that up. If you want to bake some fit, you know, cut some Cut up a pizza. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great pizza. Yeah. I I think it's a great tool. I actually used it. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, like it's really, you know, a lot, like I said, in the beginning... Alaskan people, they started with that design. Right, right. They're the ones that did it. Like and years and years and years ago. They've been ago. filleting their salmon, filleting seals up. I mean, that's their thing. So we're trying to bring it into the lower 48 and we're trying to grow it in the fishing market. Plus, you can cut pizza, vegetables, whatever you want. They're still so used up there, too. I well, mean, up there they, quite a bit. You still see them in every market. They use it 24-7. I mean, that's all they use up there for That's like their main knife. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, and it has a nice yeah. sheath and everything to it, which is really nice cool. Sheath. But... But, you know, I, I expected, you know, Bubba would come up with something new and innovative. And one thing I've said about your products before, about what Bubba's done since American Outdoor Brands has uh, acquired it, is they're constantly, like, the engineers are constantly, the wheels are turning. I can just sure. see the smoke coming out of these guys' ears, yeah. you know, theoretically, that there's there's coming out, they're coming out with all kinds of new innovative products that are going to solve a problem, as you said in your yeah. presentation yeah. yesterday. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest thing we try to do with Bubba. I mean, it's been around for, you know, 10 years now, is we want to bring a product to market that, like you said, solves the, the problem. And we got a few products coming out in February. Obviously, the interchangeable Multiflex. Is yes. Our, that's going to be I mean, it's an awesome product. Uh, mm-hmm. We took the same quality of our previous knives and put it into a kit where you can literally have whatever knife you want any situation, one handle and switch out the blades, and it's you don't carry all these knives and sheaths yep, with you. You, all the sheaths you, you just carry one kit. kit. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that's brilliant. You're kind of walleyes, or you're down here kind of redfish, or you're down in Florida mahi. Man, you can have whatever blade you want to suit your style. Twelve inch stiffy, uh, seven inch flex, whatever. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll come with a. It'll come with a. It'll come with a nine inch flex, a nine inch stiff. Uh, a seven inch taper flex and an eight inch ultra flex. Okay, cool. Any situation. That's good. 
I, I want to say you said we didn't get to use it much today. The electric, the, the fillet knife, yeah, electric fillet yeah. Okay, but but yeah. but when we did smack them pretty good a couple yeah. of days ago, and we ended up eating some uh, redfish we cooked up the other Yesterday, night. Yeah. Last night, I guess it yeah, was. Last night, yeah. We did use the fillet knife in for that, yeah. and I was very impressed Bloody with it. I've never used one. I've used the old school. I won't name the brand. I oh, know. For, for years that everybody's yeah, used for have. years, and this thing was very impressive. So that's first well, time I've seen it at work. Yeah, and to Josh on a point, redfish. Uh, that, yeah, that's the other thing. Redfish scale, yeah. have, have thick, thick scales, thick bones, that kind of stuff. A yes. thick rib cage. Yes. But the thing that's crazy about that all is that you know um, I used to be a big um, a certain brand fan that made the that made the the shark blades, right? Yes. And the shark blades, everybody look at me at the fishing ministry events that I would do and be like, what are those? And can I, where can I buy them? And, you know, and I'm just like, these are innovative blades because they don't have as much metal to metal resistance. And they're not as, um, they're not as, uh, they're not as, as, they won't burn up as fast on you and they, they won't wear on the motor as hard on you. But the one thing I liked about that particular knife, and we... Where'd go, Sid? Where'd go, Sid? Sid unplugged us. Sorry. It's all right. Um, no, I love you guys. Um, but basically, you know, one of those things that that, that that particular knife brand made was kind of the, the torque in the engine. And it was about a $50, $60 fillet knife you can buy on Amazon. But it's one of those things where Bubba took the best of what was out there already and put it all into something that already existed in the saltwater market that had a huge cult following. And I'm sure the guides down here, I mean, it's like a Bubba Nation. I mean, it's great. On those 26 inch fish, it's all keeper fish. So if you go out and you have three people, you catch 15, 26 inch fish, you could burn up a regular knife. I I hadn't burnt one up. I mean, that was where you couldn't use it anymore. That was the biggest thing with it was, you know, obviously we're a saltwater brand all day, every day, and we wanted to bring an electric fillet knife. For the saltwater guy, yeah. that's gonna right. last you and it's gonna right. last you forever, man. That's the number one goal with that. Just target you guys. It's got yeah. the power to go through them, and that's the biggest thing. If you go do it every day, you want a knife that's gonna. It's gonna work, work as hard as you do. Every day. I hate to use that cliche, but yeah. I mean it's true. And um, you want your tackle, you want your your everything that you do to perform, you know, sure. admirably, you know, to keep up with your with your pace, and especially with the giant fish you all have here offshore and, in, and inshore. You know, this lodge and others. I mean, it's it's uh, it's something to. And what I try to do with this show, guys, and some of you guys have have heard this, some of you haven't, but um, it's about making the outdoors more accessible. And I try to bring companies and you know things together where it makes the outdoors accessible to um, to more people, but also using the best products in the outdoors that money can buy, which I think we have here at Confluence. I mean, you know, that's the whole deal that. That's the whole reason why this event exists is, is to kind of show media and, and to, to display those kind of things. But I mean, this is uh, this has just been a great event, and just really to have the chance to uh, to continue to watch these brands that I've been following for the last few years now grow and continue to innovate. I mean, it's 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 better than it's ever been in a lot of ways, and it keeps getting better. I mean, that's the thing I've always said about the industry. So, um, Spro, all right, got we got to. Um, Obviously, a lot of lot of salt water, a lot of fresh water. Um, you've got baits, you've got um, you've got hooks. I mean, tell us some more about that, Sid. Well, I mean, I I feel like in the uh, in the past, you know, Gamakatsu kind of down in this area kind of gets left out a little bit. I mean, it's it's known as a bass hook, it's known as a freshwater hook, it's sure. known as a catfish hook. It's not so much as a saltwater. Yeah, it's, it's so, a yeah. saltwater hook, and it it's the same hooks. It it, it just kind of baffles me to this day that uh, 
it has not been as strong as it is in other markets. But that being said, I, I think a little bit of it is just people getting a little bit left behind and right. not knowing the products that we actually uh, have. And, been, you know, we have circle hooks. We have, you know, a, uh, a weighted swim bait hook. We have jig heads. We have everything. And, yeah. you know, I, I feel like events like this put the uh, products out in front of the media guys so they can hopefully be a voice for us in the future. Yes. yes. So, I mean, I, I think everybody that's used our product here has uh, seen exactly what we've got. I mean, it's, it's, been, a, it's been an awesome deal. And and you don't really see. I mean, uh, Gamagatsu and and Spro basically originates from Japan, correct? Absolutely. Um, Gamagatsu uh, actually is the owner of Spro. I think um, yeah. Gamagatsu is based out of Nishiwaki City, Japan. Uh, Can you say that no, twice? Not two times fast. Um, right? Wishy what? <laughs> exactly. So uh, it's actually a, a small town in Japan, and we use the uh, we use a very nice. Uh, Nice product, which is uh, Japanese steel, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where it all originates from. We have a uh, great product that we put out uh, because we have great materials, sure. and uh, that's what makes Gamakatsu hooks what they are, and I'm lucky enough to work for a company that's been a family-owned company since uh, the 50s, Right. and uh, you know, it's the Fuji family, and they've been very good to us, and right. I mean, they're they're They've got the best, uh, in my opinion, they have the best product on the market. That's cool. They are awesome. Not to cut Sid off too much here, but Dave here from Okuma in Southern California this year, we've got an incredible bluefin fishery going happening again. Yes. And I've been fishing those Nautilus circle hooks. You know, we've had to drop way down to that like size two, and they're awesome. You know, they, they hold tight. They get that corner of the mouth hook set. You know, they're they're just they're perfect. They're they're thin gauge. We're fishing small anchovy to sardine and. They're cool little hooks, man. And you've hooked into some good tuna. You've shown me some. What's the the biggest one you call? 235. 235 bluefin tuna on the West Coast. That is unbelievable. You have right now a legitimate shot at a 300 pounder every time you go out. Every time you go out. Wow. So that that leads me to one other thing. I mean, as far as the the West Coast, you know, we, we talk tuna fishing down here a lot. Yes. And as far as the West Coast, I mean, you guys seem to be the innovators of tuna fishing. I mean, you know, as far as tackle wise, we're starting to see a lot of the same stuff sure. going on out here. I mean, the ringed hooks and, you know, braided line. I mean, I remember guys out yeah. here who are using braid top shots. It's changed for us, too. Your long-range trips would be your 10- to 22-day trips out of Southern California, which you're, you know, you don't do that anywhere else in the country. They're running way down south. You'd be off the coast of Panama on some of those trips. And it used to be all monofilament. They'd be fishing a 1,000 yards of 100-pound mono. They'd be doing backup rigs, so you got your – $2,000 setup that you're throwing over the rail backed up to another $2,000 setup that you back up again. So now you've got $4,000 in the water on, oh, on top of this cow tuna. It's like you're, precision you're hoping rifle to shooting, reel it man. back in and get it back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now with braided lines, you know, with the new soft steel stuff, you can back that stuff up. You're going to get twice the capacity on your same reel. And you don't have to go through the backup rigs into the water. Right. It's pretty awesome. That's awesome. I mean, that is so good. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of the things that... The concepts around fishing, um, you know, and, and why we fish in the outdoors is something I was talking to Tofield about yesterday, and and it's just it's just fun, man. I guess that's the easiest way to say it on a on a late night, you know, talk thing here. 
it's it's we do it for recreation we do it but so many times like like in in your case in dallas you know we get a little competitive with it and everything fish tournaments and that kind of stuff and we fish kind of a tournament today which you know we were all right. three of us the victors of um part of the time <laughs> but anyway <laughs> but um you know bring that up again we yeah we but but you know we really you know, we really have a lot to be thankful for. Is my is my thing. You can't oh, yeah. do what we do in Louisiana and Texas and elsewhere. Anywhere else, a lot of times in 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 the world, in a lot of cases, with with what we do in hunting and fishing and those kind of things. So, uh, and no, I know you're from California, so I'm trying to be. You know, <laughs> we <laughs> love you guys. People are correct here because yeah. there's a lot of things we do here you cannot do there, and there are a lot of things you do there you can't do here. I can't so. use a straw in my soda. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about the straw yeah, thing yeah, in California. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that all being said, I mean, I think. Um, Overall, these events are so helpful to me because it helps me get get the whole mindset and realize the the that there's so much to, that's going on that basically you know we 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 learn from each other as kind of a synergy and a network at an event like this that we all can work different brands can work with each other and and, and share ideas share media coverage share uh, you know different different pictures and stuff like that going on and I mean it's just it's all for the greater good I guess is my point that's it yeah for sure and I mean you know you, you mentioned all that and I think it's a little bit of a culture thing I mean I'm from the south I'm from Macon Georgia and you know it, it's one of those deals where you know this is kind of how we grew up doing it we grew up hunting fishing and hanging out with the boys and doing everything else and uh i don't think i told you this earlier you know i know i know you were talking about tofield but you know his his father passed away earlier this year and august yeah. you know which was which was a terrible deal but i'll tell you this tonight's my father's birthday oh, wow. he passed away in 2009 Wow. and Ten years you know ago. it's it yeah absolutely 10 yeah. years i mean tonight you know, yeah it would have been his uh, 59th, I mean, oh, 69th birthday. And to tell you the truth, I mean, this is what all brings us together, is this right here. I mean, oh, this yeah. is what we do. Yeah, we course. hunt and we fish. It's like a big brotherhood. And I'm so lucky to have guys like yourselves and, and other people that I know in the industry. And, you know, this is a cool deal. It really is. And this is a cool place. So we're we're lucky to have what we're doing right now. It's kind of I hate to say the word you know. Dave White was saying last night it was kind of like a fraternity you know if it is it. Yeah. But every time we get together and do this, this is my third time at this event and my second time second year podcasting in it. But um, it it is kind of like a, a you know we'd say on Facebook broadhead brotherhood. You know it's kind of like a hunting and fishing and out, outdoor brotherhood if you will. You know um of of all of us to get together because it's like we're we're like a small family here you know and 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 that's the way i think it should be and tofield and i talked about this a lot yesterday that's the unity we need to have in our sport in our sporting tradition it's not that your redfish is bigger than mine it's not that my buck is bigger than yours all, all these different things that we see on facebook every day where people are you know judging and putting people down and doing that kind of stuff of our own species of our own variety of our own hunting and fishing people you know, that's something I'm very adamant about on this show is, you know, love on each other, help each other, you know, build each other up, don't tear each other down. Well, but still I'll, still rib the other guy on the boat. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. I was just saying, you got to have the competition. When right? the cup's yeah. on the line, yeah. You that's not know. what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, like, but like you said, man, I've got so many friends now, and I was thinking about this the other day. I have so many friends now that I would never have had that I met through the outdoors yeah. industry, okay, be it boat sponsors, be it gamagatsu, be it 
Okuma, be it whoever it is, Bubba, whoever it is, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, I've met so many people along the way and, and other people that are sponsored by the same people and different things, but um, that have become really good friends. I mean, Sid and I have known each other for 15 years. I don't yeah. know how long. I mean, yeah, a long time now. And I would have never met him had, you know, he not, I not ran into him at the Classic. I mean, you know, one of those right. kind of deals. Right. So, I mean, anyway, it's, it's it's cool you meet these people and you become friends and and, and things with them and and uh, anyway it is a brotherhood. Events you know, really like this does. are super special too. I mean, you know, Josh, Sid, and I we do a lot of trade shows on the industry side. Yes. So we spend a lot of time on the trade show side. We got iCast. We got the you know the Bubba after parties. We got a lot that of time that we can <laughs> a lot of time that we can spend together. But then you have an event like Confluence or some of the different media events around the country. That's when I get my chance to spend time with our guides. Right. Our, you know, our pro staff, our media, it's, you know, they don't get to attend that side of the industry a lot. Right, right. So right. these are these are awesome events. And Sid, so you're, you're making it sound like that the, we just attend some big parties all well, the time. Well, y'all do. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's what it seems to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really not, though. Uh, you'd be surprised. I mean, there's I was just a lot. Say, you, you were saying that you, you, you put on other events, you know, yeah, this, we, this we, being one that you're more of a guest at, but you, you put on a lot of events like this. Yeah. Yes, we do. We put on four other events, and, and they're great. And, you know, this, this whole deal is this is. You know, this is a whole different group, and it's so fun to go hang out with the whole different group of people. And you know, I think a lot of what we do is, you know, based on relationships. And and I think that's one of the biggest things missing in the industry is, I think a lot of people are just based on money and how much I can get for this and how much I can get for that. And things like this bring us all together, and we get to hang out with each other and really have a relationship. <coughs> with somebody else and it doesn't have to do with money right it just has to do with love you know yeah absolutely just just you know yeah brotherly love over there is what i meant to say i would say like the biggest thing i grew up fishing you know in the midwest the cold water walleye muskie guy you know obviously coming to the saltwater side and doing this for the past three years it's like end of the day we're all the same ambitions we're all this is lifestyle yeah. that we're all doing and outdoors we connect 24 7 like it's just this is why it's fun in the day it's just like catching fish it doesn't matter what you're doing what fish species you're going after we just like hanging out having a good time the camaraderie around here and it's just that's the whole point of it and that's really the root cause like why this industry is awesome to be in by the time these are over i mean i just feel like we're so much like a, a kinetic you know community like a connected sure. you know synergy that the, the, the an energy that kind of goes on between all that and that that's special i mean i don't mean that in a weird way i just mean that in a in, you know in a, in a cool you know laid back we're buddies way you know sure. um you know and that that's just kind of the 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 way that and the thing that bothers me and i talked to um Zach Brown about this earlier today. Uh, he said we should do a podcast and talk about, or was it you, Dave? We talk, talk about high school fishing and what's going on, like in Texas. We, you know, you guys, you, you guys know, you know, the thing is, uh, high school fishing is blowing up in Texas. But the problem is, you got every kid now that's a high school student that thinks that they're entitled to all these sponsorships from all these people, and you've got national sales managers and that kind of stuff that are that are walking around, you know, going, going, yeah, <laughs> what's in it for us? You know, what's in it for what's the value? that you're providing and I think that, that that goes without saying you know that it's it's not an entitled sport it's it's about working right. it's about sales really is what it all boils down to I mean I, 
I'll tell you what, I, I work with, and I, I go and help with this uh, local high school in Texas where I live, and I help those guys. And I was actually just talking to a guy that fished for LSU that's one of the guys that's here this weekend with us that helped us up, helped this group out. And uh, he fished uh, for the high school, or for the LSU match club team. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, he was just telling me the story about how he lost to uh, to Matt and uh, uh, Auburn. Um, um, who was it? Matt Lee. There you go. To, to Matt Lee, Matt and uh, Jordan. Brother, Jordan. There you go. Thank you. Anyway, you Matt said, and Jordan. Uh, like me, Jordan's only won like a couple of classics now. But anyway, um, but he was just keep telling me stories about it. Anyway, he started in high school and everything else. Well, well, I started with these, uh, helping these guys at the high school level. And, and, and you know, just, it's like I tell them, they're, they're asking me the same thing. Well, how do you get these sponsors? How do you get this? How do you get that? And I'm like, man, ultimately it's sales. I mean, you got to be able to push your product. Help these guys to, to, to make their you know to, to you know make their product better, help their line better, you know all that kind of stuff. You know, get it get it pushed to be able to get the help. You know, so yeah. So I mean, I mean, but Eric, what do you do for a living? Mom and sales. Exactly. <laughs> and and, and I, think, I, think, I think that's a lot of what it has to do with. And, and it really is. It, yeah. it, it, a lot of it is you know professional, and you know you you carry your way. Right. You know you're not. I mean, I'm from Middle Georgia. You can listen to my redneck accent, but you I mean, fall right in line here. Exactly, <laughs> right and you know, I mean, the thing is, though, but you carry yourself very well. That's why you're on our pro staff, right, right, right? You know, I mean, it's it's one of those deals where you're very well spoken, and that's why we have you. And you know, and and I think that's a lot of the problem out there too. Is these guys they 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 want to? Oh yeah, I can catch fish. I mean, that's great if you can catch fish, but yeah. are you marketable? Right. Yeah. And are you willing to do something extra? I mean, you know, you came down here. How many days work do you lose oh, going yeah. down here? A week. I mean, I've been gone a week. Yeah, basically. you've been gone a week. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's cost you some money, <laughs> Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And how much money do you ask for me? Yeah. Nothing. Ask for anything. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, I think that's a lot of it. But is, I, know, I know y'all take care of us, too. I mean, I'm Yeah, talking, no, we do. We definitely yeah, do. Absolutely. But uh, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. it's it's one of those deals where you got to have the right attitude and yeah. you're willing to work. That's where I'm going with that is the motivation and that kind of stuff of why we do what we do in the outdoors. It's not all about the money like you were talking about earlier. I think you were, you were the one talking about that. Um, that. That basically was saying, you know. It's it's about the and I don't want to say lifestyle, but it's it's more about the grind. It's about the hustle. It's about getting things accomplished. It's about you know helping that bottom line of that company. And I'll give a good example. I've been on the pro staff on the hunting side of Grim River Broadheads for the last eight years. Well, I don't really necessarily go out and, and kill everything every year, but I end up you know showing them and showing them value in the people I've turned on to Grim Reaper and the podcast that I've done to talking about that kind of stuff. And I know there's some youth that listen to this podcast, which is why I bring this up because that's important. I mean, going forward, you don't show up with your hand out. I mean, that's the joke about, I've told Brad and Dennis this, the writer's handshake is this, you know, the yeah. hand out stretched, yeah. you know, and that's the one thing I've always tried to be anti of as a writer and, and an outdoors, you know, media person is that, you know, I, what's in it for you, you know, not what's in it for me. Yeah. And, and I'll say this, I mean, Dustin, I've, I've known you for a while and, you know, you, you never come up to me and say, hey, you know, 
how much can we get? You know, you know what I mean. I, I don't mean, do that to Josh either. Yeah. I don't do that to you. Know, you don't do that to any of us. And that's that's he's done that to me. Just I told David I guess this year I want some money from you. But no, that's I guess. That's different. But but no, I mean, you know, I think it's all in the way that you approach your sponsors too. Uh, and and what do you have to offer? I mean, you know, if you have a YouTube channel with forty three people that are subscribers, I mean, and then you ask Two for five hundred dollars a month, right. I mean, you're not going to get it. I yeah, mean, it, it, yeah. it's just one of those type deals. And I know that that's a uh, that's a deal that we all deal with all the time. Oh yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I'll see it on everyone. I would yeah. say too, a lot of them. I mean, I think the biggest thing for this, you know, sponsors and stuff out there is really. Be authentic to who they are and build your brand. Because once you start doing lots of sponsorships, or like you start just being a product, you know something. And <laughs> what do you want to say there? <laughs> what do you really want to say? Yeah. We know, like it's like it doesn't help any party out. It doesn't help you out. It doesn't help the sponsor out. You know, be like if you believe in the brand, we'll believe in you, and it's, it'll go a lot further. And it's a partnership. Yeah. End of the Absolutely. Day. And that's what we try to go for. They call me in Texas above a fanboy. I just was well, going to say that. Dustin, you are <laughs> the biggest Bubba fan I've ever met. You are a Texas. <laughs> you 100% like the electric flame knife flasher when I brought it here. And like, I couldn't believe it. Like, it was like, unbelievable. So, and so, like, you. so what makes you the biggest Bubba fan of all times? I, I just I I it, I'm a brand of you're wearing before. you're wearing the bracelet. I, I got this at I cast. Yeah. I you, you are you are and you got it at I cast. Yeah, I cast. Yeah. I've been yes. wearing it since I cast. Yeah. So there's even that. But you it's it's it. it's something that you you just not only believe in, but everybody is using Bubba products in my life now. You know because I've I've simply you know showing them this is why this is a superior knife to what you're using. And I have nothing against the other knife companies out there and everything like that, but this is this is why, and that's the way you have to do it when you're looking for sponsorships as a Bass Pro or anything like that, or, or you know, hunting or fishing, whatever you're trying to do in the outdoor world, of, of just getting some free hooks or getting some, you know, whatever, you've got to be that authentic like you were talking about, too. So for sure, not to do a whole show on sponsorship. I'm sure I could do that by myself. But yeah, I just that that this is stuff that needs to be talked about because the problem is our kids are growing up and being like, well, he got it, so I should get it too. And I'm no. like, you know, you didn't do what he did to get that. Right. He no. didn't just get. There's no silver lining. There's no silver spoon in this industry. You know, and it all comes in the with a pair of work boots. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the walking shoes. You know, that's the that's the truth. So we all, I mean, depending on what it is, we're all working to get something. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's, you That's know, I mean, That's you know, it's, it, it, it is very fair to say that. I mean, no. you know, I mean, I've known Eric for 15 years now and, you know, I give him anything he ever wanted. But the thing is, he... <laughs> just so yeah, put bubble blades on my, on my <laughs> bubble blade bracelets all over the yeah. table. We just got rained on by bubble blade bracelets. Yeah, I got rained on by bubble bracelets. But no, what I was going to say is, um, you know, he's oh, always nice. been there to, you know, work a show. He's worked the classic with me and yeah, done all, cool. everything else. I mean, <laughs> that's the difference. Yeah, I get that. I get that for sure. Yeah, it's just it's it, that engagement because that's what that's what people in media on our end. That's what y'all as product companies care mm -hmm. about is the engagement that we have in our with our fans and with our you know our circle of influence. And this does this is for anybody that 
is looking to do anything like that because, you know, it's not just about, you know, being this huge, you know, person that does hunting and fishing for the rest of their life, you know, and that's all they do. This is for people that are weekend warriors or whatever the case may be, but it's it's about it's not about, you know, how many likes or follows. It's about the engagement you have of how many people are going to actually go take action on what you're going to do. Am I correct, Jim? Absolutely. So. I mean, let's be honest. You're probably going to lose them. Yeah. I mean, there's the there's the Stanley Cup, there's the Forestwood Cup, there's a Confluence Cup. <laughs> the Confluence Cup. Imagine the ass. You know, I'm going to be shopping now for Imagine some yeah, exactly. but uh, <laughs> I did win the Confluence yeah. Cup here in uh, Venice, Louisiana. So. Yeah. You didn't even catch the fish. <laughs> <laughs> but I put my people on the fish. And, and and Bubba's only Nicole was the one that netted the fish yeah. Yeah. with a Bubba net. Yeah. I'm back here, guys. Yeah, she's yeah, back there. Back. She knows. No, no. Didn't she yeah. wake up to net the fish? Well, she, yeah. I, well yeah. I wasn't going to tell yeah. the part about her taking a nap whenever yeah. I said, fish on. And she's like, really? Really? And, like, and then push me out of the way to get the net. And then, <laughs> I feel like there's the water, right? There's, there's a peanut gallery yeah. somewhere yeah. in this room where somebody's throwing peanuts at us from behind. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 And it's not from Nicole and Lane. You know. it's, it's no, I mean, I wasn't going to call them out until they threw the Bubba thing to me. I think she was on here last night. Wasn't that enough for her? She doesn't need to be in this room, does she? What's the deal here? That's cool. I'm just, I'm just so glad to have you guys on. I, I just, I dreamt, I've really thought about this for how I wanted to do this for a while. And I was thinking, well, you know, libations and everything at night. You know, is this the best? But this is so much fun. Just, that, I just, this is so therapeutic for me because this is, um, this is what I love to do is podcast. So I appreciate you guys. Um, we're always better after a bunch of. Water and yeah. Coca Colas, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. hydrated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hydrated. Yeah, yeah. non adult beverages. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no. Um, and 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 all that being said, I mean, just this is a whole. I, I've said this before about the industry and what's going on, the trends in the industry, but this is continuing to get better, and it's already the best it's ever been. Is my point. Yeah. With with Bubba, with with Gamagatsu, with Spro, with um, you know, with with Akuma, with with all the brands that are here, uh, Grundens. I'm wearing a Grundin shirt, which y'all can't see that in podcast world, but um, you know, they supplied the boots that we wore. You know, a lot of us wore the, this trip, and um, the the outerwear, the marmot, the the um, the ex officio. Am I saying that right? Um, and all the different socks and undergarments, stuff like that. That. The, uh, the the stuff that we wear and, and it just it kept us warm it kept us you know fishing I mean it kept us comfortable on the water I mean it's just products like that that are continuing you've got you know the the dry fit material and the wicking and all the different things that are good for for um for you know those kind of things and I just it's 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 just it's so much better than it was even ten years ago you know I mean and I just I think that's so cool I mean I know I'm kind of a nerd here but I'm just saying. I think that's cool that it's getting is continuing to do better. We're not going to disagree with you on the nerd part. <laughs> <laughs> Expected Dave to say that. <laughs> I've been deemed as a tech nerd around here. He is our IT man. man. IT dude, you know. <laughs> not been able to fix everything. Not her phone. Okay, didn't fix her so phone though. I couldn't <laughs> fix Nicole's phone earlier, but anyway. But um, what else do you guys want to talk about? I mean, this the floor's kind of yours on this deal. Um, we had a great time this week. Uh, this is a lot of fun. I mean, we uh, we we you know, we grind. We, we, my, one of the guys that I have in Sea uh, Drift, he he used to always say, "We smoke pulled him today." He'd always have like a, like a saying like that. We just smoke pulled him today, and then then he'd say on the on the rougher days, he'd say, "We're grinding out a box." 
And I was like, yeah, yeah baby, that's yeah. legit. I mean, that's just, I wanted to be like more like, like have those one liners like that, you know? Yeah. We smoked, not we smoked them, we smoked cold <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, what else do you guys want to talk about? I mean, for I, I'm always fascinated by the guides down here. I mean, it's such a it's such a grind. It's weather. I mean, t- it was freezing out there today. Oh, yeah. I'm from California, so it was like what 48, but it was freezing out there today. I mean, what's it like down here, Ethan? I mean, it's just. I mean, how many days on the water are you down here? Pretty often, five to seven days a week. Sometimes. <laughs> wow. Uh, we stay pretty busy. It's better in the summer when I can wear shorts, but obviously you get fronts like today, and you just bundle up and. Go with the flow. What's your prime time in Venice for big big bowls? Uh, October, November is the usual prime time. We caught them quite early this year. It was more August, September. Do you guys change it up and go chase like a speckled trout? Yeah. Is there that season and then Uh, you're going to chase reds? We actually have a good winter trout bite. Um, Oh, cool. Once that water gets real cold, they move into certain areas and we catch them pretty good. Hmm. So here's what I want to know. How old are you? 21. Holy! Wow. How long you been guiding? This is going to be my third year. Awesome! Holy! So since you were eighteen. Yep. But That's your cool. family's been in it, right? Yeah. Your I'm, uncle and stuff. Sixth generation commercial yeah. fisherman. Oh my yeah. god! I grew up shrimping awesome. and crabbing. And there's just not much of an industry in it really anymore. So yeah. my uncle started doing this thirty yeah. years ago. Very cool. That's so really cool, one. dude. That's cool. Yeah, it's a good and plan. And that's the thing about Venice is so different from you know from everything else that that's going on is this that if you don't hire a guide down here you can get turned around really easy if oh, you yeah. don't have good electronics like a Garmin or a you know yeah. anything you like find that. A pie. Or you can find a pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys. I didn't know um, that. <laughs> So uh, basically, you know, um, you know, that's the thing that it, it, it pays to hire a guy down here that knows the area really well. But it yeah. is like a maze. I mean, getting in and out of those cuts and, and through the, you know, through the marsh and through the through the cane and everything. I mean, it's, there's several ways to get to one spot. Right, I noticed that. I mean, and I've, I've been that. This is my fourth time to Venice, and uh, every time I'm down here, it's just like. But the the bull reds that I caught, the seven I was telling you about at the beginning of our show, um, I caught them in August. And yeah. we fish Venice. We 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 stayed in Burris Burris at uh, Ryan Lambert's lodge, yeah. Cajun Fishing Adventures. Everybody knows him down here, but um, but we stayed at his lodge at, at a median event and, uh, and and ran down here. And I actually got to fish with uh, John um, John from Powerpole, the owner of Powerpole, the founder of Powerpole. All right, I got to fish on his boat, um, John Valerio, and then. Um, uh, Richard Chamblin, which is one of the guys that uh, is uh, the VP of sales for them and still is. And I got to actually fish on the boat with the guys that, that were like buddies in high school that started Powerpole. And I was just like, holy crap. Wow. This is so cool, dude. Yeah, awesome. And so, you know, it's just one of those things that was very, you know, but but we didn't catch a lot of fish that day. But that later that day, it was like August. It was hot. It was, it was just, you know, miserably hot and the yep. humid and everything. But the fishing was hot. I mean, it was just, it was just on fire. We released most of the bull reds as you typically do, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you, you do as a guide. And um, it's just one of those things that I, I'll never, I'll never forget. I mean, this place has a place in my heart. You know, I think I want my ashes, you know, part of them, you know, you know, yep. scattered out here. This is, this is really just a, a legendary fishing. I mean, it's, it's incredible. So. Well, I mean, we're already we're already hearing it from from it from Macon, Georgia. I mean, I got guys that I knew from Macon that I didn't even know fish that are doing this now. They're coming down here. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So like, uh, what's what's the big? Over. Yeah, absolutely. It's unbelievable. 
Venice's bucket list for everybody in the country. Yeah. Just to come down here, either fishing the rigs, you know, running offshore, fishing these bull reds. We've got stories where we're down here on the side of the boat, and we're actually doing an interview, and, you know, whatever your jig is, just happens to be dangling in the edge of the water, and a giant bull comes up and takes it. Just the thing out of your hand. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's, There's stories of striped bass doing that on Lake Tecthoma, too. It so. can get crazy. Yeah, yeah. we're learning how y'all won today. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, we're getting it. All that hard work y'all put yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's live shrimp. Uh-huh. Live yeah. shrimp. <laughs> the only boat with a live shrimp. <laughs> I don't think they were very lively. They, no, no, they weren't that lively. Oh, they weren't that I'll tell you, though, I'll put a plug in for the guys, too, man, because we had we had a lot of information when we came down here practicing and stuff. Sure. And, and some of us got on pretty quick, but we, had, like I said, we had four boats out there, and we were looking around trying to find stuff for these guys, for everybody. And, um, of course, the weather changed that. But, um, you know, we had some good information and stuff, and, you know, they caught them a couple weeks ago. Well, it all changes, like you said. I mean, it changes daily, I guess, right? I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it can change daily, and Most you know, definitely fish you're on have top tails of them. and they will swim. If you catch yeah. them here today, they might not be there tomorrow. Right, exactly. You know, we went to the same. We have waypoints and everything, and and it. Uh, <laughs> we're adjusting a picture. Yeah, we're. Uh, <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> we need uh, we gotta get make good pictures for this, so yeah. This is good. This is good. Um but no, this this is this is good. I mean and I appreciate you even being on this may be a little intimidating being in with all these guys and, and, sure. and doing this thing, but um, it's not intimidating. No. Well no, no. I, that's cool. I mean, because a lot of people, you know, that are young, you know, kinda are like yeah. they know what a podcast is, but they're like, I don't know if I if say the wrong thing or whatever. That so, was twenty one, twenty five years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. But um, no, thank you guys so much for tonight and just just uh, visiting with me and, and doing this. Do y'all have any final words as we kind of close this thing? I mean, out? how about this as a home base? Though? I mean, this home run charters, this place is awesome. It says yeah, home run charters in East Louisiana. Look it up. John's got a great operation over here. Yeah, he does. There's, there's even an Egyptian lady upstairs. Yes, there, there is. is. Yes. There is. Yes. Yes. Stop talking about your awesome. like that. Lest, yeah. yes. awesome. Lest we forget the Egyptian lady. Great decorations um, around yeah, here. Yeah. Great, great. It's uh, very uh, unique. Very ornamental. So um, and, uh, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you very little. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, round table here, or square table, rectangle table, whatever we have here. Um, uh, how do how do we find more about you, Dave? Uh, you can find out more about Okuma at okumafishingusa.com. We've got uh, softsteelusa.com and fishlabtackle.com. Cool. Good deal. And then how do they find you individually? You, um, you... My personal, uh, I've got daviesworld.com, and then Davies World Fishing is my YouTube page. Cool. I love that you do media on your own and stuff too. That's I do a little really bit. Cool. Sometimes yeah. you find if you need some content, you got to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, I know that goes. Um, all right. um, man, there's there's no need to find me, man. Come on, I'm just, oh, just cool. Cool. No Texas tournament <laughs> fisherman. Yeah, that's, cool. that's cool. I just I just no. want to give you an opportunity. That's all. Yeah, no, no, no. I just want to thank all these sponsors and stuff that helped with this thing. I mean, sure. it was a great, great show. We had a good time. Brad put Brad and and. and Dennis or Debo, Debo we call him, but, uh, but uh, they put on a, a heck of a show and we had a great time, great eating, good festivities, I guess you could say is the best way Indeed. to put that, Indeed. Um, and uh, and we had a great time, you know, the weather didn't do us right, but but um, you know, hopefully next year we get to come back and do the same kind of stuff and the weather does do us right, so, cool. but anyway, great time and thanks to all the sponsors and everybody that put this deal on, good. it was outstanding. Good.
Ethan, how do they find you? Uh, I have a Facebook and Instagram. It's uh, Real Wicked Guide Service. Sweet. Real Wicked Guide Service. No spaces, no hobbies, no dashes, no any of that. Real Wicked Guide Service. That's Real Wicked Guide Service. That's cool. All right, good. Josh Neville. Yeah, so you can find us at uh, we're at .com. Um Check us on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, we're everywhere. And I follow up to that, man. I appreciate everything he's done here. And, you know, sure. Charters did an amazing job. The weather wasn't the best, but, again, it was just fun hanging out with everyone. Dennis and uh, Brad, amazing job with this whole outfit, man. Yeah, this is great. This is great. And it's good representation of all the sponsors sure. and everything, too, that, sure. that, that's showing here because we use their product on the water, you know, in the cold or whatever the case may be. Said, all right, guys. Um, you know we're available at www.spro.com, www.gamagatsu.com, and uh, also, I mean, I don't know if I should give my personal one, but I will. It's <laughs> syd at spro.com. Cool. Good deal to reach out to Sid, Sid Reeves. No, yeah. please don't. But uh, <laughs> the other thing, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, the other thing is, I just want to thank everybody for coming out. I mean, this is awesome. And uh, Dustin, you do a great job with this podcast. Thanks, we appreciate man. it. Thanks. I appreciate Absolutely. you guys. I do. Uh, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for checking out our stuff. Uh, remember, Texas Fishing Game, fishgame.com. This podcast will be live on. Um, a future day after this event, but I'll, I'll be sure to let all of you guys know when it goes live, uh, so you can promote it to your to your um, circle of influence. And um, also, uh, fishgame.com is where our kind of a hub of all of our stuff is. And um, check out our newsletters three times a week. Uh, I always forget to mention that on these podcasts that I do live. But anyway, thank you guys so much for watching, reading, and listening. Have an awesome day in the outdoors. We'll see you next time. <laughs>